Hello, this is Siddharth from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 9th of August. India has reported 35,499 new COVID-19 cases and 447 deaths in the last 24 hours, as per the Government Health Bulletin. Active caseload in the country increased to 4,2188 with a recovery rate of 97.40%. According to PTI, the Delhi Disaster Management Authority declared on Sunday that the Graded Response Action Plan is being implemented in the capital with immediate effect. The plan was approved by the Lieutenant Governor Anil Bejal on July 9th. The implementation would mean that henceforth, all restrictions and relaxations in the city related to the coronavirus pandemic will be determined in accordance with the color-coded scheme. According to the plan, alerts will be categorized into four levels, with yellow being the lowest, red being the greatest, and amber and orange being in the center. A level 1 alert will be issued when the positivity rate tops 0.5% on two successive days, or fresh infections increase to 1500, or occupancy of oxygen beds reaches 500. For a level 2 alert, positivity rate should be above 1% or fresh infections at 3500 or oxygen bed occupancy of 700. In news from Parliament, during zero hour in the Rajya Sabha, Aam Aadmi Party MP Sanjay Singh gave a notice over the alleged rape and murder of a 9-year-old Dalit girl in Delhi. Meanwhile, the opposition warned on Sunday that it will not back down from its demand for a debate on the Pegasus scandal in order to allow the proceedings to progress. Congress MP Manish Tiwari gave an adjournment motion notice in the Lok Sabha to discuss the Pegasus project media report. CPIM MP Elamaram Karim gave the suspension of business notice in Rajya Sabha under Rule 267 on the Pegasus issue. The government also introduced the National Commission for Homeopathy Amendment Bill 2021, the Limited Liability Partnership Amendment Bill was passed by Lok Sabha and it had already been passed by the Rajya Sabha. The Lok Sabha passed the Constitution Scheduled Tribes Order Amendment Bill. The Lok Sabha was then adjourned until 2pm without any discussions on any of the bills. Listener, allow me to take this opportunity to remind you that News Laundry's Nidhi Suresh was one of the first to file a detailed and comprehensive ground report on the recent Delhi rape case. Please do read the report titled, Don't Shout! Dalit child raped, killed, forcibly burnt at Delhi crematorium. You may find the report on newslaundry.com. Do also consider listener hitting the subscribe button in the top right corner. Our rates are as low as rupees 300 a month. You can help us in keeping the media free and fierce so our reporters may continue filing hard-hitting reports. The Indian Express reported that in an event organized by Supreme Court lawyer and former BJP spokesperson of the Delhi unit, Ashwini Upadhyay, Inflammatory slogans calling for violence against Muslims were shouted at Jantar Mantar in Delhi on Sunday. Gajendra Chauhan, a BJP leader, was one of the attendees. Notably, journalist Anmol Pritam from the YouTube media channel National Dastak has alleged he was forced to chant slogans of Jai Shri Ram while doing his coverage of the event. You can log on to newslaundry.com listener and read our reporter Anna Predashini's report on the incident. The report is titled, Crowd Said We Are a Jihadi Channel. Journalist says he was forced to chant Jai Shri Ram at Delhi Rally. On Sunday evening, Upadhyay organized the march as part of his Bharat Jodo movement to demand an end to colonial era laws by establishing a common civil code across the country. The Delhi police confirmed that the organizers had not taken any permission before conducting the event. This was the second time in the last week that anti-Muslim slurs were chanted in the national capital. A Mahapanchayat or congregation was convened in Dwarka on Friday by Hindutva groups 
and other organizations to protest the construction of a Hajj house in the area. The demonstrators were shown on video making communally sensitive comments and threatening violence if the Hajj house is built. Adesh Gupta, a Delhi BJP leader, was also present at the Dwarka event. In the latest update on the Dhanbad judge Uttam Anand murder case, the Supreme Court has said that the CBI has not provided any information on the purpose or reason for the murder. The bench ordered the CBI to provide weekly updates to the Jharkhand High Court on the investigation's progress and asked the High Court's Chief Justice to review the reports weekly. The Supreme Court had issued a notice to the CBI on Friday in connection with the suspected murder of the Jharkhand judge, slamming the agency for failing to respond to threats against judges. The CBI took over the probe into the murder of the Dhanbad judge last week. The Supreme Court on Friday urged the states to provide status updates on the security they are providing to judicial officers, describing the occurrences of judges being intimidated as severe. The bench told Attorney General K.K. Venugopal that there are multiple cases involving gangsters and high-profile individuals and that judges had received threats or abusive texts in the past. Floodwaters have swamped at least 357 villages across 21 districts in Uttar Pradesh as a result of the state's heavy rainfall. The worst affected districts in the Bundelkhand region include Hamirpur and Jalun. Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath will conduct an airborne inspection of the flood-affected areas today to assess the situation. Officials said the Ganga is nearing the danger mark in three districts, Badon in western Uttar Pradesh, Ghazipur and Balia in eastern Uttar Pradesh. The floodwaters have totally cut off 97 settlements or one-third of the total number of villages affected. The Adityanath government has issued a warning and ordered all responsible officials to keep a careful eye on the situation due to rising water levels. The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or the IPCC, released today the first part of its sixth assessment report, or the AR6, titled Climate Change 2021, the Physical Science Basis. For the Indian subcontinent, the report mentions that, I quote, the observed mean surface temperature increase has clearly emerged out of the range of internal variability compared to 1850 to 1900. Heat extremes have increased, while cold extremes have decreased, and these trends will continue over the coming decades. End quote. The Associate Director of Environment Change Institute, Dr. Frederick Otto at the University of Oxford, is one of the authors of the report. She said that some changes are locked in, such as rising sea levels and melting glaciers which can now no longer be reversed. Furthermore, IITM's Dr. Swapna Panikal, another author of the report, said that India's water cycle will intensify, which will in turn affect rainfall patterns as well as increased monsoon precipitation. The report projected that climate changes will intensify across the world in the coming decades. With 1.5 degrees Celsius of global warming, there will be an increase in heat waves, longer warm seasons and shorter cold seasons. At 2 degrees Celsius of global warming, heat extremes could more often reach critical tolerance thresholds for agriculture and health. And now for some international updates. Rwandan forces, who entered into Mozambique last month to assist the army in fighting rebels, announced on Sunday that they had retaken control of the strategic northern port of Mokimbua da Praia from the armed group. The port town, which was the site of the initial insurgent strikes in October 2017, has been the de facto headquarters of a rebel armed force known locally as the Al-Shabaab since last year. Last month, Rwanda sent 1,000 soldiers to Mozambique to help military forces restore control of the northern Cabo Delgado province, which is home to one of Africa's largest liquefied natural gas plants. 
Last week, the soldiers claimed their first victory since arriving in Mozambique, claiming that they assisted the Mozambican army in regaining control of Awas, a small but strategically important village near Mokimboa the Praia. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and don't forget your prescription of daily dose. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.